show. Remember this kid when he came, he was still wet behind the ears, came from a little town called uh, Blaney in New South Wales, not far from Orange, and you guys just corrupted him as soon as he came to Adelaide. Let's go to uh, Nathan Burns, the former Adelaide United star. Nathan, good to catch up with you, buddy. Boys, how are you? Burns, hey, <laughs> look, it didn't take much corrupting, by the way. Uh, d- 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 <laughs> if anything, I, I, I want to hear from him, s- not you. I would you. say that him and Bruce, as a partnership, <laughs> oh, that's another story. corrupted maybe the older players. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Burnsy, uh, we remember you when you were <laughs> so young when you came here. Uh, just tell us a bit about the story. H- how were you How were you picked up by uh, Cozzy? Uh, so I was down at the AIS at the time uh, with Brucey. And at the time of the A-League, there was actually only two spots for under-21 players. And we were both 18 and 19 at the time, so it was pretty hard to get those spots. And normally they went to local boys, so um, it was it was going to be very hard for almost my age group to to get a spot. So basically, Brucey and I both came down on a for one position, and we were kind of like um, kind of really good mates at the time for the one spot. So Cosy brought us both down, and um, it just happened to be that Des Giraudi um, was injured <laughs> for majority of the season. So well, Bruce that sounds like a majority time. of his life. I yeah. Think. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, Bruce, he actually signed um, four year, four week, sorry, um, contracts for the whole year in injury replacement, and I actually got the deal. Um, but then it, it was so funny at the time because you know the minimum wage back then was like twenty five, thirty grand. Um, a lot lower than what it is now, but I was still obviously buzzing, you know, <laughs> as a, being, a, being a professional at 18 years old. So, and then Brucey had these four week deals, and then he got to negotiate the next year. And because he, um, he actually got more money, and I was like, mate, it ended up working out a lot better for you, and you've cleaned up, you know? So, no, it, was, it was really good. So, Brucey just ended up staying. Um, on my ca- on on our couch at the time, so because he was only four weeks, and then he stayed there the whole year. So it was it was awesome, um, and then obviously it just grew from there. So did do you go back to those times, and it was one of the sort of I guess most exciting time of besides going to Europe. That would have been a big buzz, but the exciting time of your life here in the A League, playing for Adelaide United at that time. Oh yeah, it was the, it was the best, and you know, being eighteen nineteen. Uh, and we had such a good year. I think we won the premiership that year, and then got smashed in the final. So it was all around. It was, it was, such, it was such a good year. Like um, the club was, you know, I think we were talking about the other day how how well the club was run at the time, and the, the old owner. It was, it was a fantastic time to be with Adelaide United. So yeah, it was it was one of my highlights, and I didn't know any different. You know, I I just uh, just turned professional, so. Man, I was pretty stoked just to be there. Bernsey, uh, you hung him up, I think, uh, early by uh, yeah. by all means. Um, what what was the the onset of the the, re- the early retirement? Well, I think my body, like I, ha- I have a chronic knee, which I've been managing since I was about twenty six. So I was always, um, you know, I could never do double sessions or after games. I'd have to have two, three days off just to let the the knee settle. And I really needed coaches to kind of support my chronic knee because um, I try. I basically tried to push it as much as I could, but it always used to, with no cartilage, used to get a lot of swelling and stuff like that. And then I think last year with um, with the Phoenix, uh, I just didn't get along with the the head coach very well. So you know, we clashed all year, and I just kind of didn't really want to play anymore. I was just like, 
if I'm going to put my body through this, I kind of want to enjoy myself. And then being such a, and then I had a surgery at the end of the year because I had not only my knee, I had uh, an ankle injury, like a floating bone, which just needed to clean out. So then I had the surgery at the end of the season and then it was just like really going to be a lot of work to come back. And then I was just like, I don't know if it's worth it. So I just decided, uh, and everyone kept saying to me like, don't don't um, give it away because once you retired, you always retired. So I actually was like, all right, I'll try to come back. And then like the months went past and I was just like, I'm not finding that urge to come back. So I think it's done. And then, yeah, and then eventually... Um, the season ticked, ticked around and I was like, you know what, I don't see myself playing. So I just kind of went off off the grid and just done my own thing. When you left um, Adelaide, um, it's Travis and I were talking about this at the top of the show, and you went to uh, to Greece, you got your first big contract overseas. In hindsight, do you think yeah. you went there too early? Should you have stayed here maybe another year or do you think that was the right time for you? Yeah, it's always a debate, but I, I honestly believe I was probably even late. Like when I got there my first year... I was so far behind, and I actually thought that I was a lot better player than I was, and then my confidence just took a massive hit the first year because I was so slow um, on the ball, my decision-making. So I think I was I went there late, um, but I wouldn't... It's hard because if you go there too early, you might not become a professional. So it's a little... It's really, like, depends on which kind of path you want to take, but I don't think staying around for another year would have helped my decision-making and game speed. So it was good that I went over when I did, I think. Uh, did you enjoy your time there? I mean, what was the experience like? Yeah, I wouldn't take it back for, for anything. I think my whole four years in Greece was so many ups and downs, but it was, it was awesome. Like, I just loved... Well, I think my whole career I lived in some great places. So, you know, being in Tokyo, being in Seoul, being in Greece, Wellington, they're, they're all major cities. You know, obviously, if you speak to Corny... Um, you know, which I did when I was in Korea. I flew into his... I went to visit him in his hometown, um, which I don't even know the name of, and I flew in and I go, mate, how have you, how have you been here four years, five years of your career? Mate, I would have I walked out in the first bloody four weeks. You know, when actually when I signed the deal, I'm like, mate, I'm not signing here. What is this? So, um, yeah, I was actually very fortunate for the places. Like, even Greece, I went on loan the second year, Um and that was on a on Corfu, which is a Greek island. And wow. it was second division. I learned so much, like, just playing in, um, you know, a European league overseas. Uh, and then when I went back to Ike the next year, I, I think I learned so much just by being, being a part of a, a promotion-relegation kind of battle. So... Yeah, I think, and obviously being on a Greek island was pretty cool too, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, can't argue with that. Plenty yeah. of party yeah, It was all right, it was all right, yeah, it was. And we, as we said, we got promoted to go to the first division, so we, I think we won 30 games out of like 35, so it was lots of partying going on, which not, was cool. Not a bad effort, look, and if anyone knows yeah. uh, the... The, the downfalls of uh, football in Greece, it's me, I've uh, lived that, that, that experience as well. Now, Bernsey... Uh, with your injuries, how did you go in in both Korea and Japan? Because from what we've heard previously, is that the they love the fitness, they love to do the the running. How did your body cope uh, in those environments? Well, that, that's where it all started. Like I went to Korea and I got injured in the first preseason, or the first four weeks I was there, and that was one of my knee injuries. And basically, I missed ten months in. So my first year in Korea was a write off because. 
I had that when that was basically my biggest injury. So then the next year I come back, get ready for the preseason, and I got injured again because the intensity of the preseason, as people know, like it's crazy. Like I wouldn't recommend unless you're physically ready to go to Korea, then you got it. It's really tough. But on the other hand, then I went to Japan and it's completely different. The workload's there, but the sports science, you know, is there as well. Where Korea is more just up and down, uh, running to to break. But yeah, Japan's definitely world class. They got um, they look after their players a lot better. You know, they all play to, you know, the Japanese players play to. There's one like 42, but they, they normally go to like 36, 38 years old. Um, so they look after their senior players. Where Korea is, they finish university at 20, 23. And then before the army at 28 is their career. So once they turn 28, they've got to go to the army for two years. So it's only really a four-year career that the Koreans have. So they really smash them, if that makes sense. Where Japan, yeah, Japan's completely different. Wow. You've, you've, you've certainly seen a lot of the world through playing football, which uh, you know is, is a real privilege for you. What, what, have, what have been your I mean, you wore the green and gold as well. That must have been a big highlight in your career. What is your highlight in your career? I think uh, there's, there's a few, like, obviously, I think my first appearance for Socceroos, I came on for, um, I think I came on for Harry Kuehl, and then he gave me the captain's armband, and I ran over and gave it to Mark Viduka. So, <laughs> like, that that whole, like, for me, that was, like... Surreal. You know, that, the goal, that was the golden generation, and I got the back end of it, so... I remember being in that camp thinking, playing with all the guys that were kind of on my wall. So it was it was pretty pretty awesome. And then winning the Asian Cup on um, Australian soil was also, like, I think it changed football, um, that whole tournament in Australia. So that was great to be a part of. Where, yeah. does, the, where does the Johnny Warren medal rate? Well, that was, that was awesome. But, you know, when, you, when you're having a season like that, with like individually it moves so fast where you don't really like when you win those awards you kind of win them on your own where the team environment awards like you, you enjoy it with the team you almost feel a little bit embarrassed when you win those awards because all the spotlight's on you and I, I you know now I look back on it, it was an amazing award but I actually won the award and then basically I left to go overseas to Japan so it's not something I, like looking back on it now it was amazing but at the time was kind of like just you know what's next. Yeah, it so is. I, I, really, I really enjoyed the more the team stuff than the individual. But it, it is one of those things where it, once your career is over, then you can look back and reflect and say, "Yep, pretty proud of winning." You know, the Johnny Warren Medal, which is a pretty good effort. Now we're running out of time, Bernsey. Let's go to today. Yep. You're a, uh, you, you're a married man. You got a child. What are you doing with yourself nowadays? Um. So. Yeah, so I've got, I look after my young boy as well, but um, I'm working for um, Paladin Sport. I don't know if you know, I don't think you know this, but they were basically the clothing company for um, Wellington Phoenix. And I, I managed the accounts for them, and we're a Sydney based company. So we kind of, um, we, we're getting amongst like all the teams here in Sydney, and so I can come down to Adelaide. My plan was to come down to Adelaide. Um, but then COVID hit. So, but yeah, they're they're a cool company and they've taken me on. So, really enjoy working with them. They're they're good. And, and Phoenix are having such a good year this year. It was it was so good. And hopefully they're going to make the finals. And looking good. And we're so excited. Then all this happened. So, mm. um, but hopefully we can get the the season up and finished. Would be good. And how are you? Dro- how are you? 
how are you enjoying a, a nine to five job? Because <laughs> Travis hates it. <laughs> um, it's it's different. It's different. It's very different. Um, but I think what I like about it at the moment is because I was overseas for ten years. It's good to be back. It's my first time I've ever lived in Sydney since I left before to go to Adelaide. So it's I just I'm really enjoying the last probably ten months just being yeah. back home. So that's that part of it I enjoy. And then yeah, nine to five. It, it is. It's completely different. But I've um, I kind of was doing three days and then looking after my son for three. So I had a bit of a transition there. And then yeah, eventually after I think when COVID finishes, I should be back to like full time, which is exciting. Yeah, well, the uh, the good football life is over and done with now. It's the real world there, Nathan. Nathan, and I'll tell you what, we've shared so many memories together when you came to Adelaide. I still remember the days you're living out there on North Terrace with Bruce and uh, mm. you caused havoc there. But it's good to see that. It's good to see that you settled down, mate, and you've got a family. And it's always good to catch up with you, buddy. Thanks, Matt. It was great to chat to you boys. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually good to speak football. And, you know, the, the, the past was um, such a good ride, especially in Adelaide. So... Hey, let's do it again sometime soon. Yeah, we will, mate. Cheers, and you, you did have a good ride, mate. Good on you, Nathan. Nice to talk to you. Take care of yourself and Thanks, your family. Bro. Thanks, Trav. See you, mate. See you, okay, see, see you, buddy. Right. That's uh, Nathan Burns, the former Adelaide United, of course, started his professional career in Adelaide. And uh, you look at his CV there, Trav. He's been to a few clubs. Couldn't believe it, actually, when he said that <laughs> he's know. been overseas for 10 years. I know. That's it's gone. Crazy. But, but then you look at his CV, like he went to Athens and, of course, to Korea, came back to Australia and went to New Zealand and then to Japan. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's been there, done that, and he's a good lad, too. One thing we should say, he's was always a nice lad, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, very humble. I mean, even when you listen to him speak then, uh, talking about the individual awards, uh, how he doesn't really... He didn't see, write that up yeah, there, did he? Yeah, he doesn't see that as like one of the highlights of his career because yeah. he values the, the team stuff uh, probably a bit higher. So yep. I was, was waiting great. for him to... That's why I set him up to say your highlight. I thought, yep, Johnny Warren medal, <laughs> but that was down the list a bit.